Can we get serious now? Oh, no, no, no. Episode two of Seriously Serious. I am Josh, joined with Dusty and Farva. What's going on, boys? How uh, <laughs> how we doing? Uh, Dusty, we will go to you first. How are how have things been for you? Good. Ooh, I, I tell you, every time I hear that, I like it more and more. Thank yeah, you. you know, you're just uh just a common man working hard for his. Uh, I don't know the words actually. <laughs> uh, over to you. Working hard for my money. Yeah, over to you, Farva. How uh, how how things going for you, man? Well, speaking of money, I'm just day trading over here, <laughs> and uh, I'm doing all right. So, see here. Early in the morning, I did some jogging, did a little walking, did a little stationary bike action, did nine miles, and I'm tired. Are so, you yeah. um? Are you are you on the uh, El Prez? Uh, day trading level. You know what? I am better <laughs> than him. I am doing better than him. He lost like he, he lost like two hundred and fifty grand in like seven hours one time. I don't think you're. Uh, I don't think he doesn't know what yet. he's doing. I'm I'm up nine hundred dollars this year. <laughs> uh, this year, not today. <laughs> this year. No, today I'm up two hundred and fifty. So I'm very happy about that. It's Atta a good boy. day. It's been a good day so far. Atta boy. Uh As for myself, guys, ask me ask me how I'm doing. How are you doing, Josh? How are you doing, buddy? Well, uh, I'm doing really good. Um, it's, a, it's another Monday, another recording Monday, and uh, you know, it's um, the day after the last dance dropped. The first two episodes, we can't talk about it because Dusty hasn't watched them yet. Uh, I will watch them. Failure. Yeah, so um, it's I'm I'm all right, you know. I I sound a little congested, and uh, don't worry, I don't have the Rona, and um, uh, it you know it's whatever. But uh, you know, I, we we kicked off the first episode with trivia, and we discussed at the last at the end of the last, of the last episode. Easy for me to say that we were gonna do finish the lyric, um, and uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a little uh, afraid to do this because in episode two, I would like to not be uh, copyrighted, but uh, we'll just wing it. <laughs> and uh, so I have, so um, Farva, you can go first because Dusty went first last time. And I have a hip hop section. I have an alternative section. And then I have a country section. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we do I'm thinking the the alternative section can be the tiebreaker cuz I it's kind of it, it was like in our heyday the song was uh but I don't necessarily think it's an easy um an easy segment. So I'll give I'll give Farva the choice. Do you want rap or country? I'll definitely take country. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Okay. All right. Um, I believe I. Oh, I hope this is the right one. Okay. Um, you just have to finish the finish the lyric. I really hope this is the one. If not, this is gonna be really embarrassing. Here we go. We got yuppies. We 
got bikers. We got thirsty hitchhikers. Thirsty hitchhikers. Hey, ding 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 ding. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't record the bell. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, I, I I feel like um I feel like that was pretty easy actually. That damn it. Okay. <laughs> I forgot that. I wouldn't have gotten it. Uh, I think he said he wouldn't have. I want to have. Yeah. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. You watch your dirty little mouth, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Dusty, you have the, you have the hip hop one and, uh, it's my favorite rapper. So here we go. I just can't remember it all. Oh, see, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, uh, I know it's Drake. And, yeah. Uh, Think about the melody. Uh, Think about the song. What song is it? Do you know the song? Can I hear it one more time? Yeah. Can I hear it one more time? Yeah. I just can't remember it all. Who the fuck are y'all? That's your answer? So many people in this place right now. Uh, I can't remember. Something like that. Uh, dude, no, that's not it. <laughs> it's, uh, you you have the right song though. You have the right song. He, this yeah. is uh the end of the yeah. lyric is what am I doing? What I am care. I doing? Yo, oh, yeah, that. that's right. I'm doing me. There you go. Yeah, here. What am I doing? What am I doing? Oh yeah, that's right. I'm doing me. Yep. Well, you you had you you had the song. I mean, I, I give, you a, I give you a little bit more credit. I give you a little bit more credit than. Uh, than, than Farvez because one, it's a really old song, and two, I feel like that that like lead in was really hard. So, um, way too many do, people here right now. <laughs> That's how, you know. Do we want to do we uh, Farva? Do we want to give him um, a chance to tie, and just give him this tiebreaker? That's fine. But before we do that, I have to let you guys in on a little secret. I learned how to do the Tusi slide oh, by Drake. Man. I finally God. did it. I'm not gonna lie to you. All weekend. I'm a giant Drake fan. I hate that song. I like the dance though. It's gonna be hot on the streets. Bet. Yeah. I mean in the summer everybody's gonna be Tootsie sliding. <laughs> I like the only part that I like is when he's like, I can dance like Michael J. So, that's the only part that I like. That's I the can only give you satisfaction. <laughs> I can get the pet. Shun. Shun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Dusty, here's the here, redeem yourself, Dusty. Yeah, here is the uh the tiebreaker that was supposed to be if you guys both got him right, but you didn't. So um I got mine right. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a hint before this even starts. This is the song that was our it was our heyday, dude. Like we were we peaked. At when this song was out, so okay. <laughs> it should give you. He's like, I haven't peaked yet. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> okay, finish this lyric. I was told when I get older, all my fears would shrink. It's Twenty One Pilots. Yeah, it's Twenty One Pilots. Yeah. Uh, now there's something more, right? No. <laughs> You're not good at this. <laughs> I'm glad we're only doing this <laughs> once. It, it's um. I'll do, here, I'll just play it for you. Now I'm insecure, and I care what people now think. Uh, I said now there's something more. Yeah, not close, though. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. Um, all right, so uh, Farva is the finish the lyric champion. 
congratulations. I don't have any. Um, I don't. I don't have any. Uh, any celebration? I guess I could play this. What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing me. That a boy. Okay. Uh, in this glory. Yeah. The topics of conversation. Who would? Uh, who would like to go first? I do have a good one. So. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Twist my arm about it. I'll go first. <laughs> All right. I've been thinking about this, and I just have some hot topics. Or no. I hate that store. It's not hot topics. That's a store. Um, oh, I can't even think. You know what? Dude, what? Come, <laughs> come on. <laughs> 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 no. Wait, what's that called? Oh, hot take. I have a hot, hot take. take. There you go. He said, I, I'll go. Topic. I got a really good one. I'll go first. <laughs> okay, wait. Right, come come back, back to me. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. <laughs> Hot take. All right. Here it is. Elton John and Billy Joel are trash. Uh, Max is probably... I don't care. Max is going to kill care. you. They're trash. In they, what way? Uh, give you, like, why? Garbage. Like their music sucks? Yes. I hate Piano Man. That is the worst song. It's the most overplayed <laughs> song. It's trash. I will- I will say this. I think Billy Joel is a little overrated. He's like the American Elton John. Uh, then maybe that explains Elton, why I dislike both of them. I think Elton John is like, I think he's legitimate. I just think if you, I think it's a different era of music. Elton John also think, put on like the largest concerts. So like. Yeah. And he was like. He was the first like uh, flamboyant artist before even uh, Freddie Mercury. Oh, we're not talking about that. I'm just saying their music, like Yellow Brick Road, trash. No, when I say Rockstar <laughs> Rock, I'm trash. <laughs> the Tony Danza song, trash. <laughs> fire. When I say flamboyant, I mean like they put on a, a show. That's what I mean. So it's like a theatrical. Theatrical is yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I'm telling you, like, his music was not good. If you, I've never ever sat in the car. I'm like, yes, Elton John, this is fire. I'm not leaving this car until the song's over. It's just, yeah, I, I mean, trash. I'm not a fan. Pretty good. I, I'm not a fan of, uh, like, I, I'm not gonna like sit here and knock him, but I'm, I'm just not a fan of Elton John's music. Um, thank you. He's obviously like, he's obviously huge. And um, obviously had like a giant, a rock star, if you want to put him in that category because he plays piano, but um, like a, a rock star category. And if you talk to people who are like, do you like Elton John? They're like, yeah, absolutely. And they're like, and if you were like, he doesn't have that many hits though. They'd be like, are you no. kidding me? He's got this, 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 that one that came out this year. And then this one. So like. It's kind of all relative. Like if you if you went to an Elton John fan, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Elton John, but I love Drake," they'd be like, "Drake sucks," because like it's just a different, it's a different kind of music. But I, I get it. Uh, and as far as <laughs> I'd as, be like, "Watch your mouth." <laughs> watch, <laughs> watch this. You start doing a two C slide. <laughs> um, right foot up, left foot slide. <laughs> uh, but as far as Billy Joel goes, um, sleep. 
I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm I'm showing how stupid I am when it comes to like older music. Um, was uh, I don't even want to say this. Was Springsteen and and Joel same era? Or no? Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. Okay, I would take Springsteen every day of the week over over Billy Joel. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, absolutely. So no way. I go ahead. Just just hearing the beginning of that song. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. I'm like, <laughs> shut up. I swear to God, if I'm at a piano bar and that's the first thing that comes out of the dude's mouth, I'm throwing my beer at him if this if bars even open again. Guarantee it. <laughs> Guarantee. And that now now what if you heard What if you heard that one? Oh, absolutely. I'm freaking taking my shirt off. We're like, <laughs> raging, boys. We are raging. And still doing a Tusi slide. What is this guy doing? John, John Mellencamp, baby. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I, um, I just, uh, I don't know. I think it's just the, the era of music. Like, can you imagine what people who listen to Billy Joel think about Lil Pump? <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> or like Takashi. People think of Lil Pump. <laughs> I feel like Billy Joel and like Elton John fans, like because they think that you know, I'm they think they're prestigious or something. Like I'm an Elton John fan. Like I see him like dressing all nice. And Pinky's just, like, out, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like I drive a Lexus. Ooh, good for you. I also listen to Billy Joel while I'm driving. Like that's yeah, trash. The, the only song I can think of is. That I can might maybe listen to for Billy Joel is we didn't start the fire. That's about. Other than that, everything else is garbage. So the twenty albums they made. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> is that well, we didn't start the we didn't start the fires of Billy Joel song? I thought that was a Springsteen song. No. Rot roll. <laughs> yeah, because there was a piano in it. I'm gonna There's I'm gonna ask Siri. Piano. I'm almost a hundred percent positive. We didn't start the fire. It's a Springsteen song. It's it's not. We didn't start the fire. It's by Billy Joel. It's a Billy Joel song. No, it's definitely a Billy Joel song. Yeah. I should ask my mom. Hey, ma. (laughs) The meatloaf. (laughs) Who say we didn't start the fire? Oh God. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If I had to choose, I just did. You didn't hear that. You just no. I asked. I asked Siri. I'm like, who who sang? We didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. Was sang by Billy Joel. Boom. <laughs> um, I will tell you this though. Uh, who would you take in a fist fight? <laughs> definitely John. Billy Joel. Dude. No, definitely Dude. Billy Dude. Joel. No, no, no. John. Elton John. Why? He's got an attitude issue. No, he's... Okay. No, no, no. Will... Explain, explain. No, he's got an attitude issue. If you, like, know anything in his background, and as you can tell, I watched Rocket Man. It was all right. It wasn't that great. He was, like, doing <laughs> coke and punching people, and, like, he's a fighter. That's true. And, if you, you punch know... a cokehead, he's not going down. And, Dusty, you know, from, you know, professions, you know that... Deal with flamboyant people is 
Usually They'll slap the physical. shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Billy Joel would like run, run for the hills. He's like, you, I you didn't see, start the wait, fight. Have you guys... Now I'm running away because I don't want to get beat up. <laughs> Remix. You've seen, uh, what do you call it? The uh, Kingsman, the second one, right? Golden Circle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's always angry. It's like, piss off. Like, he's got that attitude. That's really how he is. <laughs> Bloody wanker, piss off. Piss off. Yeah, Billy Joel right. has no chance in a fist fight at all. Okay. Whatever. I will say this, though. For, for their generational, uh, for them being generational artists, I respect the hustle that both of them have. Respect the uh, the amount of talent, if you want to call it talent, that both of them have. Dude, I can barely spell piano. So, like, the fact that yeah, they can play so, it as well as they do. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're not saying that we dislike them as as uh, as people. We dislike the music that they make. I agree with that. I think that's where the line is drawn. True. So. Now put Drake on a piano. Celebrity death match. Put Drake on a piano, yeah. and I'm learning that thing. I'm learning that thing all day. I think Drake probably knows the piano, right? Pro- probably, maybe. Dude, I don't know, cool. dude. There's uh, some. There's right, a, while we're on the topic. Yeah. There's some. Uh, there's some artists that literally can't play an instrument, and I think that's oh, why. That's that's wild to me. Like, you tell me, Takashi Six Nine doesn't know how to play an <laughs> instrument. I can make beats, dog. <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget that um, that interview that he did with the Breakfast Club a while back. And he was like, he was like, Charlemagne, Charlemagne, who who the hottest rapper in New York? And Charlemagne was like, Cardi B. And uh, <laughs> Scott, she was like, No, 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 Charlemagne, Charlemagne, hold on, come on, Charlemagne, Charlemagne, hear me out, hear me out for a second, dog. Really think about this, man. Who the hottest rapper in New York? He goes. Cardi B. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Ask me twice. I said Cardi B. It's Cardi B. I don't know. <laughs> Just dogging this guy. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> Listen, I know that there's a ton of like, there's a ton of stuff behind behind Takashi, and like, you're not really, you're not supposed to like him, and for a lot of reasons. But there are a few songs that I had on my gym playlist that would get me absolutely hyped in the gym. And, uh, but that's the only place that I could let, like, if I walked out of the gym and a song of his came on, I'm like, skip, gotta skip it. I can't, can't listen to it. Like, calm down. But if I'm in the gym, I'm like, man, throw Takashi on, <laughs> put it on a loudspeaker. We probably, honestly, we probably just got on this hit list just talking shit about him. I'll tell you one thing about him. I met him. I had to be a security detail for him. When he decided to mess with Chief Keith. You never and, told uh, me book. this. Yeah. Oh. oh, this is after. Maybe oh. I did. We had a lot of drunken nights, boys. But, uh, yeah, huh. he's like five foot six and uh, talks a lot of shit, but runs for the hills. <laughs> so, he's, he's, like, he's like bad, bad Bobby. Catch me outside. How about that? And then <laughs> she never comes outside. That's like Takashi. Well, nobody could go outside right now. Right. No. <laughs> oh man! While we're on the topic of music, I have a, I have a, um, <laughs> I have a uh, coronavirus joke. Oh, too soon. No, no, this one's funny. Um, R. Kelly came out recently and said that he wants to be released from prison 
because he's concerned about the coronavirus. Because it's you know okay. it's COVID nineteen. But if it was co- if it was COVID fifteen, he'd be totally cool with it. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, That's terrible. <laughs> 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 I fucked up the delivery a little bit, but it's still funny. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're not a stand-up comedian. Yeah, me too. Fuck you. That's full support, um, you buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll be I'll be like that guy from uh, Step Brothers. Play Joel, yeah, from the eighties. <laughs> we're, we're strictly seventies, Joel. <laughs> we are strictly a cover band. <laughs> yeah, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> Boats and hoes. Um, okay, I think we can. Uh, I think we can transition. Dusty, what is uh, what is your topic today? So let's talk about having shit neighbors. Mm, I, don't, uh, I, I don't know what that's and about. By shit neighbors, i I'll give you my example. So the people to my left, they have two young kids. Nothing wrong with that. Totally okay with it, right? <laughs> Fucking kids. Second, yeah. The fact that they don't pick up after their kids, though, like where, where I live, we have like a we, we have our own yard, but it's not fenced. And mm-hmm. then there's like a like a a big area down the middle that's like a common area, whatever. These people, their kids go outside play, cool with it, whatever. I don't care. They don't pick up after them though. Like there's shit all up and down the uh, the green space, balls, toys. There's ball. There's sometimes balls on my uh, uh, porch. There's toys on my porch. They got a big soccer net right in the middle. Uh, they're hanging off my tree, and then they don't bring their garbage cans in uh, until like four days after garbage day. Is it? Can't you get? Can't you get a ticket for that? Yeah, you could. I don't know where. Like I, I think it. I think it depends on uh, like what city you're in, but. I know for us, if you put out like it, like let's say garbage day is Monday, you can't put out your garbage cans until Monday. Like if you put them out Sunday, you're getting a ticket. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is here, but it just it bugs the shit out of me. Oh, and it, like two weeks ago, they were outside in the front playing soccer. The kid kept fucking kicking the ball into my garage door. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how, I don't know how you uh, made it to this podcast because I would be in prison. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, like, get your fucking kid off of my. First of all, I don't care if your kid. Like for me, I don't care if like if it's an open area. Your kids want to play in the yard. I don't care, but like, don't fuck up my shit. <laughs> like, no, I, you're I, kicking and, my and garage door, dude. This. The dad was out there with him. He's like, no, son. This is how you kick it. And he wasn't <laughs> doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dusty probably walked outside and said, like, uh, sir, you're uh, keeps, you know, kicking his soccer ball into my garage. I appreciate it. If uh, he would stop. He goes, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> son, you kicked that ball even harder at that garage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. That's the age. Go back in your it, house. It it pisses me off. And then 
and then she smokes cigarettes, the the wife. Mm-hmm. And then I've I've found like cigarette butts in my like oh, side. Hey, Dusty. Like uh, chocolate near my front door, like legitimately near my front door. <laughs> well, the wind <laughs> kind of took those. I mean, uh. No, I agree. I agree. But still, oh, and then uh, I got so many stories. <laughs> this is chalk, this isn't your topic. This is your therapy session. We're gonna bill you after this. <laughs> no, but anyways, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> having 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 terrible neighbors is the worst. The absolute so that make you feel <laughs> terrible, angry. How do you think we could resolve? This situation, Dusty. There's no resolving. There's no resolving. Oh. There's no resolving it. We got beef, dog. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I, I, uh, I, I feel you on that. So, um, I have a, a few stories to to go along with with bad neighbors. Um, I have neighbors that uh, call the cops on us for literally no reason. Uh, and, and like, I know when people say that, they're like, "Come on, like bullshit, no reason, like literally no reason." Um, we were trying to sell a car and they called the cops because the car was on the street and the cop, the cop was like, like nitpicking. Like he was like, he was like, this car needs to be three inches off or or two inches off the curb and it's one and a half. And I'm, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, and I pointed at the house. I was like, they called and he was like. I can't disclose that information. And I was like, all right, dude, well, you're going to have to come back because this dude's garbage cans are going to be on his roof. Um, <laughs> so th- there's that. Um, we had an old neighbor. Uh, and I, I don't necessarily think that this is like, um, but this is necessarily like bad. Na- well, yeah, I, I guess it could. We used to have two uh, pretty big dogs and, when we moved in, we were building our fence, but like at the first, the first probably year we were we moved in, we had like a just a chain link fence dog pen, and um, we would put them in there, and the neighbor's daughter was like six, seven years old, and she might have been older than that, but she came, she would go up to the chain link fence and like call them. like oh come here, come here, and then they they would go to the fence, and then she would like run away and scream. And then, like, dude, like, tormenting these dogs. I'm like, they don't like you. They don't like you now because you're tormenting my dogs. And then... Um, my dog, he don't like you. Well, I, I was like, she's going to get bit one day. And it's going to be our fault, obviously. But, like, I mean, come on. Um, and now there's a... Uh, we have neighbors currently. And it, so it's if you, like, look out your back door, it's not... It's it's two houses to the left, so their their backyard faces ours, and our uh, we have a fence. About I think it's a s- six foot fence, and they have an outdoor cat, and I have a dog, and this cat jumps our fence every single day, and pisses and shits in our yard, and Ooh. I want to put a pellet in this thing's ass dude i can't i i just i want to i want to grab this thing and just mike trout it back to their (laughs) house and 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 the thing too so they have like they have little kids and they have like a swing set and whatever like it's people have what they have and like 
whatever. But every time we go outside in the backyard, they go outside too, and the mom just stares at us. Like, I'm not kidding, like, just stares at us. Doesn't say hi, nothing, just stares at us. And Did then, you ask her to take a picture? Hey, I, I'm going to flip her the bird starting tomorrow, starting today, but yeah. just uh, right now. She, she, like, she even said her cat got out once, and um, it, it was in. It was, I think it was, it was a previous cat, like it was an indoor cat or whatever. This is when we had our old dogs, and I we were in the garage doing so. We were cleaning it out or something, and she came literally walking in our garage, and my parents were like, "Can I help you?" Like, what? And she was like, "Oh, I'm looking for my cat before your dogs get to it," and I was like, <laughs> "Ooh, I fucking hope so." You, just, dude, I can't stand her. It's like she, it's a, there's a difference between like, st- like, she never talks to us. So that that's the biggest thing is like you just want to be in our business, and your damn cat needs to be needs to stay inside because if my dog gets to it, I don't know what to tell you. Like I'll, I'm gonna throw it back into your yard in pieces. So, <laughs> dude, it's just it's annoying. Like I get it. Having bad neighbors is the absolute worst, and I'm sure that you know when I've had parties in the back and we're playing music and whatever. I'm sure I've been the bad neighbor, but at the same time, I've never been asked to turn the music down. I've never, no one ever asks me to do anything. Like if somebody was like, Hey man, like I know it's like nine 30, but like I have a little kid and like they're trying to sleep. Do you think you can turn it down? No problem. Absolutely. I'll turn it down enough for us to enjoy it and enough for whoever to, to get what they need to get done. Right. So like I, I don't, I'm probably coming off as like this dude who like just does not, absolutely does not care. But at the same time, I like, if somebody wants to come up to me and like, Hey man, like the, the blah, 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 I'm, I'm totally, I'll work with like, I'm, I'm totally cool on compromise, but this specific neighbor that with the cat, there's no compromising. Like I'm about to burn down her deck. <laughs> like yeah. I'm at don't the point, dude. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm kidding. But, um, no, man, it's just frustrating. It's like, what are you looking at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does that Tell make me. you feel? Frustrated. Don't bail me, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, l- last summer, they were having a water balloon fight. I could care less. But the moment that, like, six water balloons hit my sliding glass door, <laughs> they were behind they're, they're grill, just standing there just chucking them at your glass door. <laughs> I don't think they like you, Dusty. <laughs> is, is, when, is when I lost it. And so I actually opened the sliding glass door and I like yelled at him. And then the dad was right around the corner and he just peeked his head out from his sliding glass door and was like, what's up? And I was like, get your kids off my yard or off my uh, patio. So get off and my porch. Like, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally turning into that old guy that sits on the patio. Anyone who comes near my grass, I'm, I have like a squirt bottle. I'm squirting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, man. I, a mother. It's uh, it's tough. Farva, you got any neighbor stories or no? Uh, I have one. I've only really had one bad neighbor. This is when I was probably like eight. My brother was no, I was more like ten maybe. I was ten. My brother was six. We used to play sports all the time. Like we have like wiffle ball. We play hockey. We had a little hockey net. We had our rollerblades. We had little sticks. So we, you know, shoot and stuff like that. And four houses down to my left was a family of four as well. They had 
two females, and they were one a year younger than me, and I think the same age as my brother. Mm-hmm. So we didn't like each other. So every time we would go out, they would go out, and they would just like mess up our games. Like they would ride <laughs> their bikes through our like baseball games, and I'm like, "What? Come on, stop!" You know. Well, it got to a point where I was done, and the fire was lit, <laughs> and there's nothing gonna stop me at this. We're playing hockey. I'm on my rollerblades. Cross-checking see... little girls in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see knuckleheads coming in. I gave them one warning. I said this. I'm like, do not interrupt our game. We have this little tiny area that we want to play on the sidewalk. Do not interrupt our game. She decided to have some balls that day and go right to interrupt our game. And like you said, I cross-checked the shit out <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Flew on the bike. Oh, she was on the bike still. (laughs) I was screaming and crying. Dad was pissed. Talked to my parents. I'm like, I'm like, I warned her. That's exactly what I said. I told her not to come through our game. Well, so I'm gonna say this though, like four houses down, and no, I don't know if it was like at the end of the block, so like. They didn't I really had. They didn't have. The end of the block. Well, they didn't. They no, 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 I'm saying like four. That that's what I'm saying. Like four houses down, you couldn't have gone the other way, or like even three. Three houses is kind of a. I mean, it's not close. Like it's got. A, it's a decent distance. So like you're telling me that you you can't tell your kid to be like, hey, like they're playing, like don't get in their don't get in their stuff. Go the other way, or like maybe go down and turn around or like whatever, but. Yeah, I think that that's on the parents. I sorry, don't know what to tell you. Like the, the girl, I mean, eight, nine, ten years old. You you don't really like, you don't really understand that stuff yet. I don't think. And uh, oh, after I cross checked her and she flew off, she learned that. Oh, she understood. <laughs> you gonna learn today. I can just imagine Farva putting like as she's riding her bike, throwing a stick and it getting caught in the wheel, and her just flipping over. <laughs> <the wheel. laughs> she's like, That's "You are so mean." I'm going to tell my parents. <laughs> I'm like, "Go." <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell my parents, and you're gonna be in so much trouble. Left the bike and like grabbed <laughs> Oh my god, he actually threw up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I like I your that story. I like it your moved. sweater. Thanks. It was my mom's. Jack, what's your topic? Um, I would like to because it is uh, what's what's the date? Twentieth. Four twenty. Four twenty. Oh, saw, dude. Uh, <laughs> it is the week uh, of the NFL draft. So the draft starts Thursday. It's not okay. So, <laughs> so I just wanted I, I I want to touch on the NFL draft, and I normally I normally wouldn't, but because of everything that's going on, it is it's going to be so much different. Um. You know, I I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit. I want to get into what the what I think uh, the Bears are gonna do because we are in Chicago land, and uh, <laughs> I said it like it's a land. Um, <laughs> Chicago land. Uh, 
But yeah, so the draft starts the 23rd, so Thursday. Um, I believe it's still, this is my topic I should know, I believe it's still one round a day until like the third, fourth, and fifth round or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I know at, at toward the end they, they clump the rounds together. But so I think it's going to be really interesting because obviously the news came out before all of this started that, oh, the draft is going to be in Vegas. They're going to they're going to bring all the players out on boats and like it's going to be, be so cool. Yeah, it's going to be this crazy presentation and, you know, it's, it's going to be super exciting. And, and the draft class itself is going to make people watch this draft. And then it kind of like everything kind of plummets because of what's going on. Is this still this, is this 100 percent? This is 100% virtual, right? Like Yeah, yeah. And I know uh I don't know the the status of this, but I know that there were some coaches and and front office personnel that were like, "No, like I don't want any IT guys in my house. Um I I don't want I don't want any anybody in my house that doesn't need to be there and I, like they're just not for it. Some of the guys are just they're just not they're not game. Um I think this is going to be really tough for for uh, ESPN's carrying it, right? Yeah, yeah, they always. So do. yeah, so this is going to be really tough for ESPN to carry because if you think about it, when you when you have the NFL draft in person, right, you can talk to the family, you can talk to uh, the the coach, you can talk to the GM, you can go to the analysts for all the for for all of the. Um, for all like the highlights and yeah, for uh, all the all the highlights and stuff like that, you can get pictures of them, uh, like the, they call it uh, quote unquote B roll. But now it's like you can't really have any, like obviously you can still interview people, right? You can you can have it set up to where it's like, hey, you know, we're gonna pick you, be ready, you know, hop on Zoom, hop on Skype, whatever they use, and uh, we can do the interview that way. But you're not gonna really be able to to talk to as many people as you normally would and just i don't know how they're gonna i don't know how they're gonna do it i mean they're espn they're they're geniuses but i i don't um i don't think this draft is going to be aesthetically pleasing like the other ones have i think people are just like i'm specifically in this for like one how the hell are they going to pull this off and make it really entertaining and two i'm really in it for the draft class because i've done a couple mock drafts uh, for the network that I'm a part of in the past couple weeks. And I've really gotten to know a lot of these players and, and some of the under-the-radar players. Uh, so I, I'm I'm more excited about just the, the class and see where people go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I can I can transition to the Bears unless you guys want to touch on uh, touch on the, the actual draft itself. Well, I think it's going to be like the uh, – I think it's going to be like the 19 – like early uh, – 70s again where it's like literally it's just you find out who was drafted i mean it's not it's gonna be a little bit more advanced but it's like back in the day where it's just a phone call and that was it and then they went up and said we're taking this play no one's there it's gonna be like that yeah um i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be interesting i was really looking forward to the vegas one though because i thought I know. that was gonna be unreal yeah um yeah. but maybe this is gonna be the new way to do maybe this is just the new way of living it's don't say that. Who knows? <laughs> don't say that. Please don't say that. Um, no, I think it's. I think ESPN is going to lose millions of dollars in this draft, um, unfortunately. But I don't know. 
Well, I have two points. Um, piggybacking off what you said, Russ, or um, Dusty. Um, freaking, uh, they are going to lose a ton of money. I mean, I don't see it working out like you were saying earlier, Josh, because you saw the horse competition that they had. That was trash. <laughs> that was literally trash. I feel like that's how this draft's going to go. And then another thing I'm worried about is hackers. You're telling me that somebody can't hack into this draft or yeah. do anything like that? I mean, that's a that's a serious concern. I mean, it was brought up by ESPN. They're like, oh, we got it under control, but you could hack into this stuff. And that's another reason why some coaches don't want them to, you know, have the IT guys there. So it's just, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to watch it, of course, because, you know, there's nothing else on. But it's... It's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a very long first round. And after the first round, nobody's going to watch second round. Nobody's going to watch third round. Well, yeah, I, I think uh, <clears throat> everybody's going to want to see where, where like the big name players in college football go. But like, I know for myself, and this is where I can transition. Uh, actually, I want to make this point first. When you, when you watch like the in-person draft, there are so many things that are product placed. Like, I don't know if that's the right way to say it. But like product placement is huge uh, for the for for the draft, and like they have billboards and and little flyers and stuff like that that are kind of just like they're just there, and you notice them. How the hell are you gonna be able to do that now? It's like, are you gonna be like, hey, um, uh, Belichick, do me a favor, put this Coke can in front of you while we do this interview, and no, turn it to the left a little bit, no, a little bit more. Okay, yeah, you're good. Now we can see the logo. We perfect. They're not going to do that. Like, they might have – brands might do it to where – like like how they're doing on live streams now for, like, podcasts where they're like, hey, we're going to send you a box of our, our new flavored water and uh, drink it during the podcast and, you know, tell everybody what it is and, and uh, show everybody the bottle, whatever. But I just don't think that you're going to get people to – I don't think you're going to get the higher end front office people to do that. I might be thinking way too into this, but I'm just like, I'm just really, in, I'm intrigued on how the hell they're going to pull this off to the extent that they, they, they've pulled it off before. And I know you said before, you're like, this, it's not going to be as big. And I agree. I just like, they can't put on this thing and lose money is what I was, what I'm, what I'm getting at. I think they'll be okay though, because this this uh, the last dance thing. It I mean, it'll make up for anything that they lose. I'm telling you right now, just do what they do for NFL Red Zone. Have like Chris Berman yeah. standing there, and they're going to be like, "All right, the Raiders are up, <laughs> and they draft Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. Roll the B-roll. Have Mel Kiper Jr. on Zoom or something like that, and then just talk about." You know, his stats and all that crap. And then just go back to Chris Bourbon. I'd rather watch that than having just a cluster of shit going on. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's good. It's really going to be it's going to be about personalities. Uh, I don't know who's doing the draft. I don't know if that's I, don't, I really to be honest with you, I haven't. Like, if you ask me, like, hey, who was uh, who was on the uh, the analyst board last year for the NFL draft? I'm like, I have no clue. No idea. Don't even know who hosted it. Can't remember. So to me, it's gonna be, what's that? I I think it's gonna be for the sponsorship stuff. It's gonna be like, 
they're going to have some sort of Skype or Zoom thing up, and it's going to be like, this call is brought to you by Powerade, or this call is brought to you by Gatorade, that type of thing. Yeah, they can like, do that. Powered by, powered by Coke. Yeah. The white powder stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they could... Insert your nose. Yeah, they could they could do something like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's ways around it. I just don't think, you know, if if you came to Powerade and you were like, hey, listen, um, you know, we have regular ESPN spots open for you, and I'm just I, this isn't anywhere near, but uh, it five grand, and they're like, okay, perfect, like we'll we'll pay that, that's fine. But if you were like, hey, Powerade, uh, we want you to 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 sponsor our Skype call, five grand, they're gonna be like, no, because. I can't roll like unless they have a full team of producers, they can't roll like they can't throw pictures up or logo. They're not going to be able to do any of that unless they have green screens. Um I don't know, man. I I I don't know. I I think uh I think this is going to be a really uh, a really I said it before, a really aesthetically displeasing draft and it's just going to be based on what player goes where. They're going to have to make it really interesting. And uh, who knows? Who who knows what the hell is going to happen? But I want to transition into uh, and, and kind of round out this conversation into specifically the Chicago Bears. So the Bears, the Bears. So the first uh, first mock draft that I did, I didn't make any moves. Right, that like no holds bar with these with these mock drafts that I was in. You can make trades, do the whole thing. Future picks are in play, whatever. So the first draft, I didn't make any moves. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit back, and I'm going necessity. And this was March 27th or 8th. Um, so I, I sit back. I'm, I'm kind of watching. I have a big board. With the 43rd pick, I took Cole Komet. Got a lot of shit for it because they're like, oh, we already got Jimmy Graham. Like, this is stupid. It doesn't make any sense. But I knew that Trey Burton was getting released. Like, I didn't know for a fact, but I was like, there's no way they keep him. So I got Komet, and as soon as Graham's gone, he's not going to be here more than this year. Uh, then he can kind of move in. He'll be the tight end two this year, rolling the tight end one. Got a young tight end. The 50th pick, I got shit for this one too. The 50th pick, uh, I took John Simpson, a guard out of Clemson, and I took him because I think he's the most overall – I think he's the the most – What's the word for it? Like well-tooled player. I think he's he's well balanced, well-rounded. Yeah. So and and I did that because the Bears don't have a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick. Like they don't have mid-round picks. So I'm like, you can't just sit here and hope that the guy you're gonna have will be there in round seven or round six, whatever. You can't sit back and just hope. So I took those two guys, got a lot of heat for it, and then this new draft that we just did on Saturday, this past Saturday. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep it interesting. Full disclosure, I tried to shop Trubisky. I, t- I, I tried to get rid of him. I tried to package him with a pick. Nobody nobody wanted him. So I'm like, okay, now, because the original plan, I was going to get rid of him, get another draft pick, so I would have three picks in the second round or maybe two in the second, one in the third, and I was going to give him a, a pick next year, and I was going to try and get Jordan Love because in the first one, in the first draft we did, he fell really far, like to pick 41 or something like that. So um, it didn't work out, and I, I ended up trading with the Detroit Lions. I traded my 43rd pick in the second round this year for Marvin Jones Jr. and the 67th pick 
in this year's draft. So I was like, okay, it's going to fill that wide receiver uh, void that we have. We needed a bona fide number two to complement Allen Robinson. So I, I figured that out. And then I still have pick 50 and 67. So with the 50th pick, I took David Arnett, or David, Damon Arnett, the uh, cornerback out of Ohio State, because I just kind of think that uh, Kyle Fuller, after him, the, the talent kind of drops off a little bit. No disrespect to everybody on the Bears, because I, I really think that that defense is just disgusting. Um, but losing Prince... In a good way. Yeah, losing losing Prince, uh, to me, I think he needed to fill that void. And... Um, and they, they just signed uh, Jason Spriggs, the former Packer offensive lineman. And I don't know what his role is going to be, but he was a former second-round pick. So we'll see. Well, they're, they're doing their best in the market to, uh, to fill the offensive line void. But And then, obviously, this is a two-round mock draft, so I didn't actually get to pick 67. But I think you know there's value still there if you even wanted to pick up a tight end still. Um, Harrison Bryant to me is uh, is a guy that I don't think would go higher than 67. The tight end out of Florida Atlantic, he's people were like he's the best balanced tight end in the draft. Even though he's from a, a small school, he's the best tight end in the country as far as balanced statistics. So they could have done that. Uh, but I'll turn it to you guys. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm not sure how much you paid attention to like the pre-draft stuff, but what do you guys think they should do? Um, even if they don't make trades for picks, what do you what do you think uh, the Bears should kind of go into this to do? Here, here's my question to you: Don't you don't you see Jordan Love being another uh, Trubisky-esque player no. as far as he can run and supposedly can throw that type of thing? And, and look what happened to Trubisky. Now, I will say this. Mitch I didn't play he, that many I, games, though, in no, college. I agree. I agree. I agree. But my thing is, I think if you if you have Nagy not calling the offensive plays this year and he focuses solely on just being a figurehead head coach and you get a, an offensive coordinator who isn't trying to do too much with Trubisky and there's more balance in the game, I think Trubisky can actually be a, a decent game manager. If needed to be, he can't read defenses. I think the play, though. What? He can't read defenses. Not but even that. Like I we think, spent, we moved up to get him. He should be a bona fide star. Well, here's the problem. I, the problem is, is, is they. There was a lot of people, a lot of people that were like, Trubisky is the best quarterback in this draft, and it's true. Like Pro Football Focus had him as, uh, as, as the best quarterback in the draft a lot of teams were were really really high on this guy but my thing is it's a small sample size he he's the the quarterback who played the least amount of games when you talk about uh Watson and Mahomes and Trubisky he's the third guy on the list when it comes to games played so and and all and by the way he played in the ACC he played in the ACC so like you have Clemson and that's it and and at the time Duke was still kind of coming up so Tech had a decent squad. Yeah, so like the the level of competition to me was weaker in Trubisky's situation. And it was also the fact like, dude, I, I've said it three times already, but he didn't play that many games. I would rather 
take somebody who's played more games, has more experience, is exposed to more diversity, than be like, he he's looked good in his twelve games that he's played. Let's draft him in this with the second round with the second pick. No, let's move up to draft him. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on, man. I, I I'm not. I, 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 let me let we me. We could have waited a guy Deshaun. We could have waited. Yes. But the problem. Well, we could have waited again, Mahomes too. We could have traded down again, Mahomes. So, um, like, I'm gonna say this because I'm not knocking getting a quarterback. I personally think that if you have the capital to do it, get a quarterback every single year. Like you, FIU kid. There is no there. There's no harm in getting a quarterback every single year because look at Brady. Like, people were like, "Who the hell's Tom Brady at Michigan?" And he he's the best. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. So. If you, if you like taking a quarterback every single year and just seeing what he can do, and then getting rid of him, perfect. Like, in my opinion, you have to because you never know what kind of quarterback you're going to get. Look at Trubisky. We thought he was going to be amazing, and, and I, I, in my opinion, sucks, man. I have his jersey. I was so high on this guy in in 2018, and it really kind of. It it it's it's come to light that he can't read defenses, man, and he's not accurate down the field. You cannot dink and dunk every single team every single week. That's not going to happen. And I get I it. I think Bears had bad luck with quarterbacks. I mean, Jay Cutler is the best quarterback we've had in years. Yeah, years. Yeah. Ever, he, no, I, Wait, I, let, let's be honest. The Bears are the Cleveland Browns of quarterbacks in the NFC. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, so um, I don't I don't want to stray away from it though. So what no. do you think what do you think they should do? I'm saying that we have to get a wide receiver because we don't have anyone yeah. besides Allen Robinson. We have no names. So we have we have uh special team specialists as our three of four guys. That's trash. We need to get a guy by the name of KJ Hamler. Love the kid from Penn State. I think he's a pretty good stud. I think he, he was there well. actually. I think I think in a mock draft, um, I could be getting that wrong, but I know uh, Mel Kuyper had the Bears taking a, a, a receiver from Penn State with the forty third pick. I don't know if it was him, but that's, uh, that's him. he. It's I him. agree. I, I agree. Dusty, I, I I want your opinion on that too. I I agree. I think let, they let they me, desperately me, need wide receiver let, help. Let me th- let me let me throw out a name for you in the wide receiver field. Denzel Mims. I don't think he's gonna be Baylor. there. Baylor. I don't think he's gonna be there. Has the ability to stretch the field. He's got good upside. Has four four has four 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 five speed. A good complement to Allen Robinson, who's a bigger body. He can stretch the field, and he's taller than Anthony Miller. Not a big fan of Anthony Miller. Hello. <laughs> yeah, no. You have a bigger wide receiver than Anthony Miller, who has the same speed, and a, quite frankly, I think better hands. So, yeah, but I don't know. He'll be, there, he'll be there in the later rounds, though, too. Are you sure, though? Because people like him. People like Denzel Mims. I think he'll be there in the third or fourth round. All right. I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just. I mean. You never obviously you never know. Yeah, I think I think I do think the Bears need to make a decision on Trubisky. Trade them, get draft picks if anyone will. We're not. Them. 
Now's the time to do to it. Him. They're not trading him. There's no, no way. The reason why we're not going to trade him is because we drafted him so high, and Ryan Pace is like, I'm not signing my, my death wish right now because I have faith in this guy, even though we got Big Dick Nick coming in. <laughs> but I think it would be wise. <laughs> it would be wise. We need to draft a quarterback in the late rounds, and I think the guy that might work out for our system is FIU quarterback James Morgan. I think he's got a solid arm, got good height, I think he could be a solid number two guy, like, in the long run. I'd rather have him backing up those two than Chase Daniels or well, some other freaking Tyler Bray or whatever that is. Tyler hell. Bray sucks. I, ha- I, heard a lot about, I heard a lot about Cole McDonald, too, the, the Hawaii quarterback. Hawaiian. Flying Hawaiian, let's go. I don't know how yeah, good. He, he's got that surfer vibe, too, with the long hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sunshine. But here's the thing. Sunshine. Here's, here, here's the thing, though. So – I, I uh, th- my other thought with with going into this draft is I now I I get it, I I get the the quarterback uh, the, the concern at quarterback. However, next season, next off season, we have a pick in every single round. So, you have no and there's I'm probably not looking into this enough. Who I don't know what the Trevor contract Lawrence. situation is. No, you're not getting Trevor Lawrence next year. I don't know. I don't what, think he's going to be a good quarterback to begin with. Enough, though. I don't I, think so either. I don't think I, you know. I don't know what the contract situation is with all of these players. I don't know. You know who's going to need to do what. What what holes are need to, are going to need to be filled next season? But you have no clue what the quarter what the quarterback class is going to look like next season. And let's say let's say we do uh, we do really well. We're twelve eleven and five, twelve and four again, right? And we have a, a pick in the twenties. Look. If you have, because if you think about it, we have Tua, we have Herbert, we have Love, like Joe Burrow. So the quarterback, uh, the, the, uh, a lot of people are saying that he's he's not going to be very good. He's a uh, he's just a, a Trubisky. Um, but and teach their own. I, I have no opinion on that. But a lot so of these why teams. A, why not take a chance on Jalen Hurts? But a lot of it, yeah. If he's if these they're in the later rounds, he's sure. He's there, risk yeah. risk high, reward high. Um, but a lot of these teams are taking quarterbacks now, and if you look at the other at, at the other situations, there's only a few that are like we're gonna need a quarterback next season. So I think if you have a pick in the first round and and you don't have anything, you know, really, uh, really to fill. I think you can probably get a really good quarterback in the in the first round next season and be cool with it. Then you can get rid of Trubisky, not resign, not not take the fifth year option, and start over. And then you still have Foles, by the way. So do you think, do you think uh, Nick Foles is a starter this year? Or I, he has to be. If they listen, if they start Mitch Trubisky, it is strictly a move that Ryan Pace does. It is not it's based great. on it's not based on who played better or who who thinks they have a better shot or whatever. It's the fact that Ryan Pace doesn't want to let his guy go and he doesn't want to look stupid. But Matt Nagy is no, I, on the other end and he's like, dude, I can't do anything with this guy. I loved him. I I love his character. He's a really hard worker, but he can't play football. <laughs> like Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are really starting to start they're starting to separate and I think we're going to see a point this season where tensions are going to really flare because there's probably going to be a situation where Foles and Trubisky, you got to pick one, 
And in my opinion, I think Foles is a is a much better game manager, and he's not going to be crazy careless with the football. So regardless of what people Week think, four, based I on agree. his Jacksonville experience, but still, I I, I I love Nick Foles at U of A. I thought I thought he was the real deal when he was in college. I think he. I mean, I I agree. He's the he's like the glorified backup of the year. That um, who was that a couple of years ago? That was just like. Every team he went for was always the backup, always stepped in and played well. Anyways, I I think if Nick Foles can start 10, 11 games for the Bears, I think the Bears easily end up 11 and 5, 10 and 6 in a playoff spot with a possible playoff run. Yeah, just yeah, make the playoffs. Trubisky is going to start. Trubisky is going to start the first three games at least. That's going to be a given because we're not going to give up on a high draft yeah. pick. Yeah. And when it comes to week four, it's going to be a decision made based off of how the team's playing. Like the Bears can when they're zero three, but Trubisky, <laughs> but Trubisky has like, like he's averaging two hundred yards a game, one touchdown, two interceptions, like a Rex Grossman. But hey, they're there. winning. I'll get those numbers. But Trubisky's going to start. So if the Bears struggle in the beginning, I just see Foles taking over. But Trubisky's no, definitely going to start the season as the starting quarterback. I think I think it's bound to happen at some point next year that Foles will be the starting quarterback at the end of the year, whether it be week three, week four, week five, shoot, maybe even like week seven, it could happen. Dude, I don't even um, think I don't think you can wait till week three. I think if you if you you if you really want to start Trubisky week one, that's fine, okay. But at the same time, you also have to. Who knows what's going to happen with training camp and OTAs? Who knows? So, they, like, because they've been calling this an open quarterback competition, but if let's say they have a, a shortened training camp, a shortened preseason, or no preseason at all, whatever, it would be a slap in the face to Trubisky for Ryan Pace to to call the order of starting Nick Foles over Trubisky. Absolutely. So, so Trubisky starts week well, one. Let Let's just assume he starts week one, regardless of of whatever. So. Trubisky starts week one. I don't think you can go past week two. That's how short his leash needs to be, because then you set the tone for the rest of the season. Like, well, we're zero and two, and here's Nick. So Foles only has he only has room to lose, really realistically, four more games. You know, you can only lose four more games, and if you lose five, we're probably going to be out of the playoffs. So like, the longer the season goes, and if there's a real mess that Foles is is going to attempt to clean up, it's it, there's no room for error. And who do you, who do you think will have the locker room? Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky? Well, I've heard of that offense. So I've heard Nick Foles is a he's a a natural leader. Um, but I've also heard that Mitch Trubisky like he's he's a really good People dude. Love Nick. Yeah, like he's a really good dude, but look, man, when it if they're both really good guys, and you know they're they're both they both interact with the team the same way. Whoever has a locker room is whoever's winning. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys know. Besides the quarterback, the whole situation we have like going on over there. One major key for this season coming up, the Bears need to give the ball to David Montgomery. Dude, yes, we need to I agree. Use him. Use Dude's him. a beast when you give him the ball and he gets consistency. He gets 15 carries a game. He needs like 20 
25. Let the kid run. Give him the rock. That's what, that's what I'm saying is that Nagy needs to give up the ego and not call plays. Get up off of the coordinator that's on the same mindset as him, but don't let him call plays because he's trying to push Mitch, and that's why they're throwing the ball 50 times a game. Yeah, but here's the thing too, though. That offensive line, that offensive line was terrible last yeah. year. So oh, you yeah, can no, give you can give Montgomery the ball all day, okay. But if the offensive line's not playing well, it's not going to work. And then the defense is like, well, we're going to eat today. So you there's, I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it than just like feed Montgomery. I agree, though. Hey, I think Montgomery could get two yards at least. That. Trubisky throwing it ten yards too short. <laughs> well, or, like, see, that's another thing. Yards and get nothing. That's another thing. Like, you know, you talk about oh, like run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. On first down, you run the ball, you get a yard. Second round, second down, you get a couple yards. Now you're third and seven, and Mitch isn't making those throws. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he's not. Run he's, the ball. Yeah. So you Triple like option. Yeah, like like run a screen, <laughs> like the Tressman era. <laughs> so, man, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Don't bring I, that up. Going going into this draft, I, I think wide receivers uh, a big thing. And yeah, man, if you can get Damon Arnett, I really like him at fifty. I really like him at fifty. Or if um, oh uh, man, Stephon Diggs. Nope. 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 Um, nope. He's on Buffalo. No, I'm not. I yeah. I'm I'm thinking of. Uh, I can't think of his name, right now. Uh, Must not be that good. No, he's like one of the. He's he's uh he's one of the best corners in the in the draft. Like he's he's right behind Jeff Akuda. But I can't. Bears season prediction this year. Ooh, I'm saying nine and seven. Yeah, I'm going eight and eight. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be optimistic here. Unless I'm gonna say Nick, ten and six. Unless Nick Foles starts week two. Way to price is right, me by the way, dude. <laughs> going in it, uh, yeah. No, I'm going ten and six. Yeah. I'm going ten and six because yeah. I really think that uh, the moves that they've made so far, aside from the Jimmy Graham move, um, I think defense. is I, beastie. Yeah, I think the defense is is nasty, and offensively, if they can get a little bit, if they can just stabilize, play average football, you're winning ten games. It's not gonna yeah. happen. No, I agree. Are they a playoff team though? No. At ten and six. At ten and six, are they playing? I don't think the Packers are that good. No. Sorry, don't know what to tell you. I think that I think the I think the Bears have a good chance of winning this division if they win it if they go ten and six. Tampa Bay gets in. The Saints get in. Uh, Dallas no. gets in. Tampa Bay is not getting in. Tampa Bay is getting in. They're projected to draft the Alabama wide receiver. Save <laughs> Judy. Yeah. Dude, you're gonna have Godwin, Judy, and Mike Evans. Yeah, that's nasty. That's that's and, and then they have enough. They have enough picks. To go. They they have and enough picks to draft offensive to to linemen. Bay. That too. Yeah. Tampa Bay is gonna be beasting. Yeah. If it all works out, they're yeah. getting in. And they have they they really do have like one of the best secondaries in the league. Yeah, and I see Seattle playing well. I I think the Rams are gonna be good. I do think. No, I don't think the Rams good. are. Jared Goff and Trubisky two point just a little bit better. <laughs> He's prettier too. <laughs> he is prettier, <laughs> and uh, way richer, by the way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so at we least, will. At least the Bears haven't made that whoa, mistake whoa, after I having forgot. one decent year and just throwing the money at Trubisky. Hey, dark horse! I totally forgot. Arizona Cardinals. 
No. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I agree. I I, I don't With know if Hopkins they're making. And Murray? I don't know if they're making the playoffs, right? I I don't know, but they're going to be a a decent team. I don't know how it's going to work out, but them. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. I'm really interested to see what happens with this dumpster fire of a Detroit Lions team. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who they take, more, man. More misery for the. I'm really, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued on what they, on, on who they draft because, like, they're really in that phase where, like, hey, we're starting over. So I want to see how they, down. I want to see how they build, how they build this team because people are like Stafford might never, he might never play again. They're trash. Detroit's just a horrible city to live in. Sorry, Detroit, but you guys suck. <laughs> Red Wings suck. <laughs> the Tigers suck. The Lions are pathetic. The Pistons are bad. Oh, oh my God. I mean, they made the playoffs, the but the Pistons are bad. Oh, wait. They did win with Ben Wallace. Yeah. And Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Billups. That was, that, was, that was their era. That was awesome. That was a good team. Well, what was that thing, the brawl at the palace or something like that? Whatever. Malice at the Malice palace. Malice at the palace. Run our test. Yeah. yeah. Greatest memory awesome. I've ever seen on ESPN. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Uh, wait, was that Ron Artest? Am I thinking of it something? Was. Yeah, it was. Okay, yeah, it yeah. Was. Okay. He, was la- he was laying on the scores table and he got threw a drink at him. Got up and just went, <laughs> yeah. Bam. yeah, I was. He punched I, the wrong guy, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I don't want to go. Uh, I don't want to go too. We went a little long already, but um. Yeah, I will, uh, and I'll tell you guys this. If you're free on uh, whenever round two is, I'll let you know uh, after this because I'm not. It's not, not in front of me. But uh, I'll be streaming live on Sportscaster, doing a uh, live draft reaction, talking about what the Bears do, and um, yeah, just make it make it like a little party. I'll have I'll open up the Skype thing too, where people can come in and we can talk about it, and. Uh, It'll be a blast. It, it'll be like this. Like, you don't need an account. You don't need an account or anything like that. So, can I drink? Yeah. No, you're not going to be on camera. Oh, yes. So, oh, yeah. So, we can make this Absolutely. like a, we can make this an NFL draft happy hour. Ooh. That's, that's amazing. I'm going to tweet that in a second, actually. I'm doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So, uh, good convo, boys. And, um, we will, uh, we'll do our best to, to make this a, a regular thing on Mondays and, uh, not throw off the days here. But, Sometimes things just don't work out, and we have to record another day. Yep. But I uh, appreciate you yep. guys' time, and um, hope everybody enjoyed the episode. I know we, again, went a little long. Uh, we'll do our best to, to kind of condense this, and uh, we will talk to you guys next week.